You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, I'm really happy to be here with you today. Um, just bringing you the third part of the video series, The Narcissist Comes to Steal, Kill and Destroy. I hope that you benefit from the information here. And if you do, please consider subscribing, like, share and comment. Really helps a small channel like this to get the knowledge out there, to get it to a wider range of people who need it badly in the world that we live in today. I do feel on a hopeful note that there's a change, there's a shift, there's something happening out there at the moment. And I'm really hopeful and trying to add to the part of that shift that will bring people the knowledge they need to fight this spiritual warfare that we're going through, that I'm fully convinced is a spiritual warfare. Okay, so just to recap, the narcissist, in my opinion, they live they are different to us. They buy into a different way of living their lives. They buy into the fact that they believe they're in a continual loop of whatever initially made them decide that the way they live was to go against people, only be for and of themselves and that they had to get the better of other people and to take from them in order for them to feel any sense of contentment, any sense of emotional regulation, any sense of achievement or any sense that they had any self-esteem. So they decided that at, at one stage to do this and they fed that darkness within themselves, even at different times during their life, when they did have the opportunity to change and to go into themselves, to introspect and to live differently, they chose the darker energy, they chose the easier route, they chose to be the way they are and to build on that. So what they do is they see us as resources and this is really important, um, really important for the last part of the video. They see us as food. They see us as a necessary evil to them surviving and thriving in their lives as they see it. So they have a chain of supply that the whole world is their supply, but they need people. They they cannot exist on their own. I mean, 
most people couldn't, but they can't be alone. They can't spend time alone. They need other people always to regulate them. They see us as a resource. They see you as res a resource that they need to survive. That's, that's the basis of it. So we've covered in the first video that they will steal from you. In every way, you have to be beneficial to them. They're energy efficient in that for them to live their lives, they have to steal, kill and destroy to get what they want. And this process never stops because they're not self-regulating. So they use use a huge amount of energy to get their basic needs met. And a huge amount of energy on top of that for them ever to feel the ecstasy they feel when somebody else is in pain or the moments transitory ex ecstasy they feel when they have fully controlled or destroyed a person in their take. So they, they don't want to expend or they can't afford to expend too much energy on periphery things. Their whole lives are given are devoted to their way of life and their way of life is to steal, kill and destroy. So they firstly come in and one of the ways that they get their needs met is to steal from you. So that's a kind of a steal financially from you and steal your character traits. That is a method they use to survive in this world. The other method is that in order for them to do that in conjunction with them stealing your character traits, your residual resources like properties, uh, cars and money. They want to steal your character traits, steal your position in life and steal. Steal the facade of who you are. So by being with you and by being associated with you and by mimicking you and copying you, they're taking, they're stealing, stealing and killing your soul at the same time. In order for them to take from you, they need you controlled and to control you, they need to manipulate you. So they need to kill your soul and they need to steal things from you to make you weaker in, in the world, in the world you live in. Now, the third thing they do is what I'd like to, to, to deal with in this video here. The third thing they do is the everlasting thing that they try and do. They have come at you, they've targeted you and they've tried to steal from you and they've tried to kill your soul, your belief in yourself and your spirit and your spirituality. They've tried to take the colour out of you, everything that makes you you. They've tried to take away from you so that you feel empty and you don't know who you are and you're doubting yourself and your esteem is at an all time low. The third thing, the destroying is the worst part of it, because in the destruction of you, they're trying to compound what they did in the first two instances where they steal from you and kill your soul and spirit. The third thing they do is 
they they realize that they unless you've committed suicide which is is rarer thank god is a rarer occurrence you're still there and they haven't managed to do that they haven't managed maybe to steal everything from you or if they have you're growing it back in a stronger sense. They haven't managed to kill your spirit and soul totally because you're still hanging on and you're still here and you still believe in God and you're trying to fight for yourself, your soul and your spirit after they've gone, whether whether you've escaped from them or they discarded you. But to the narcissist, Remember, they came to you because they saw you as a resource. And they put a lot of work into, into hooking you as a supply source for them. They took a lot of time and effort into working on you, getting into your mind and entangling themselves in your mind so that they could steal from you and kill your soul. So in their mind, they don't expend this precious time and energy to just waste it. They don't want to destroy you ultimately to the point where you kill yourself. Now, if you happen to kill yourself and commit suicide, that's just... That's just, uh, what can I say? What word can you use? Collateral damage, would that be the right way to describe it? And shucks, you know, you can't win them all. And it is a win in the sense that if they really manage, if you actually killed yourself over them, they get a huge, huge surge of power and control because if they caused you to commit suicide, then how powerful are they? How important are they? How much control did they actually have? So it is it is a source of supply, but it's not, in my humble opinion, the ultimate because they have invested in you. And while it's a, a temporary hit if you commit suicide for them, it's not a lasting result. They need you to be there still as the resource that they've set you up as. Now, they may have chosen to leave you or you've left them because you were copping on to them. That is the main reason that you leave them or they leave you. You're copping on. You're no longer giving that excellent supply that you once did, but you're still giving supply. They're still hooked and entangled in your brain. They're still there's still the spiritual tie to you. They still want to control you and have power over you. So how do they do this? They haven't, they may have stolen a lot from you, but it's not things that you can't regrow and replenish. Whereas with them, they can't. You can replenish things that are stolen from you. They try to kill you, but they haven't killed you fully because there's a seed of you still there and that seed can grow and it can grow stronger. So how do they keep you? They keep you by attempting to destroy you post-discard or post your escape from them. 
And the tools they use, so remember, they don't necessarily want you so destroyed that you can't be a resource for them to come back to. But they do want you to be destroyed. And I'll tell you why they want you to be destroyed is one, so that you are a resource that they can return to and retain power and control over. And two, that if they destroy you enough, you won't go to anybody else or won't feel good enough about yourself to go to anybody else or won't have enough self-esteem and will to continue a fruitful life where you might meet other people that are attracted to you and that will come towards you so that you won't have a route to escape their hold on you. They must keep you destroyed post-discard. Hope you're getting that, guys. So the tools they use, we, we've gone over them a good few times. The tools they use, you're very familiar with. Post-discard, they'll try and destroy you by either not contacting you and not validating you, which is one of the torture tools they use by blocking you. But the other main torture tool they use is to discredit you. Remember, they always have to win because if they don't win with their black and white thinking, they're losers and they can't be losers because if they're losers, their mask isn't real and they've no defence mechanism in place and they disintegrate. They will go and commit suicide themselves or, or worse. So they have to win. They have, they know, they know that they haven't managed to annihilate you because you're still there. They probably send in flying monkeys. They hear that you're surviving and then they may hear that you're actually doing well. And that is a narcissistic injury to them. They have to keep you down. They have to remind you that you're no good, that you're worthless, that you're they did a lot of projecting and blame shifting onto you that it's your fault that you're not with them, that you destroyed the relationship, that you are not worth your ideals that you followed, the people you believed in, the, the, your moral code, your spirituality, that everything was wrong and that that's why you're in such a low position now and you're in pain after they've left or you've left them. So in order to do that, they will smear your name. They will lie. They're pathological liars. They will make up stuff about you. They may even say that you, you're a cheater, projecting onto you what they actually are. They'll do everything to discredit you with their followers in particular. They'll really work on them and they will use their flying monkeys to come back and hit at you. They will, they don't like to get their hands dirty themselves. They prefer to use and manipulate other people to do their dirty deeds. So they will send those flying monkeys to try and keep you in a destroyed position. They'll discredit your name by lying about you, by putting out stories about you that are so far from the truth. They will try and set their flying monkeys against people who support you. 
it's it's a classic narcissistic attempt at destroying an opponent who shines far brighter than them, who they know is good, who they know has the potential to be stronger, brighter, everything that they're not. They know this and they cannot accept it. So they have to destroy it, but not destroy it to the extent that it doesn't exist, that it's dead. Because they need the reflection of what they've destroyed when they look in the mirror to reflect back that they're the winners. So they need um, an opponent and a worthy opponent. People have to, to sit back and go, my, that narcissist, although they won't say that, is powerful, has overcome this enemy and is deserving of our support and our loyalty and our following. And they feel justified because remember, the narcissist has love bombed his flying monkeys or his group of followers and given them to a certain extent different things that they need. So they're invested in following him. And the, the people that he will get to follow him are often people that are unhappy with their own lives, that don't have everything they want in their lives, that haven't achieved their dreams and hopes. And these people get a sense of satisfaction in seeing someone who has got high moral, morals, who does strive to better the world and to be a better person, who does have a, a huge spirituality going on, who does shine brightly, basically. So the narcissist will engage people who are like-minded and will then also try and twist people who are vulnerable towards their cause. The narcissist seeks to destroy you post-discard or in any battle that they're going against you in by discrediting your name and further putting you down so that when you are left alone by them, the outside world will work at destroying you. People that may once have validated you will now take their validation away and look at you in a different way. So not only have you got the, the struggle from having them stolen from you, from having them killing your spirit Try attempting to kill your spirit and your soul, they will now attempt from a distance to maintain that power and control over you so that every time you try to stand up, you'll have their smear campaign and story about you and the far-reaching effects of their evilness trying to knock you down again. So it's a fight for your soul even after they leave you, more so after they leave you. It's a fight to get yourself back, to get your strength back. Stick with like-minded people. Stick with positive people. Remember you're in a spiritual war. Use your discernment when you're dealing with people, particularly after narcissistic abuse. Look at the person you're dealing with. Are they trying to serve their own agenda? Are they causing destruction and chaos? Why, after two years, 
Why after two years after they've left you, are they still trying to put you down? Are they still um, putting out smear campaigns about you? Why two, three, five years later, are they still obsessed with your destruction? Because they know when they targeted you, they saw your strength. They know what you're capable of. They're just trying their very best to make sure that they have sucked the bone marrow out of you to the extent that you're so weak that you'll never be able to fulfill your purpose or come into your the fullness of your strength and self. Don't let that darkness succeed. Light is far brighter. I would say... Learn about your enemy. Learn who you're dealing with. And remember, we accuse the narcissist of not living in a real world, building illusions and delusions, building their lives on a fabrication of lies and falsehoods and not seeing reality for what it is. If we don't see the narcissist for what they are and their actions as deliberate, and destructive. If we excuse what they do, if we look back on them in a nostalgic way that is not acknowledging the pure evil that's been perpetuated against you, then you are not living in a sense of reality. These people and this spirit and this spiritual war is very, very real. Psychology can explain it away and that's fine. Evil entities can get inside us and can make us behave in a way that psychologists understand. And that also supports evil and the evil entity's purpose. Because we have our science explaining away the evil forces that are at work. The, the devil uses anything he can to justify and make logic and make sane the argument against him because that, per, that is a purposeful way of fulfilling fulfilling his agenda. Just don't be taken in. Look at life straight. See, see by a person's actions who they are. Become you. You're beautiful. You're spiritual. You want the best for the world. You don't want to divide people. You don't want to cause chaos. You don't want to hurt. You want to see other people coming into their light. You don't want to take from them. You're not jealous of them. This is what we need to survive as a human species, as human beings. We need to fight this dark force, guys. And just one last thing that I'll say, this video again is a long one. On my videos, I've had a few comments and I've had a few people telling me what I should and shouldn't put on them. What's appropriate and what's not appropriate. Guys, these videos are for narcissistic abuse awareness and education. 
and for people speaking their truth. I am no longer, if I ever was, a people pleaser. I will speak what I see. I'm not here to, let me say, gain. The aim of these videos is not for me to gain popularity. I want people to subscribe because I want our voices heard out there and I'm putting myself up here to get that out there and I'm prepared to do that. I am not prepared to people please by not speaking about things that need to be spoken about. I don't want to do this in a divisive way. I want to bring people together, but it is necessary for people to know what they're fighting against. And whether you agree with it or not, it's very important to take a look at what's happening in the world today and use your discernment. Just think for yourselves. That's all I ask you to do. So for anyone that doesn't agree with what I have to say, I have no problem if you want to go elsewhere and listen to someone who tells you what you want to hear. It's just my opinion. You don't have to agree with it, but I won't be told what to talk about and what not to talk about. So, guys, I hope you won't either, because it's important we speak the truth in a peaceful, respectful way. Thank you so much for listening for this length of time. I see it's 24 minutes up there. Please subscribe. Please share the video if you think it's helpful to someone. Do not let the narcissist destroy you. You are strong, you are light and you are beautiful. And you get out there today and you take one step at a time, put one step in front of the other and achieve what you were put here to achieve. And do not let any evil force stop you on your path. Thank you, guys. Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Each week, we bring you stock market outlooks, macroeconomic updates, and investment strategies that can help you succeed. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience about how they navigate uncertain markets. Prepare to be engaged, enlightened, and entertained by listening to the Capital Ideas podcast today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.